Thank you for listening to the Reality Breached podcast. Don't forget to subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can visit realitybreached.com. There, you'll see all of our articles, all of our podcasts, all of our videos, basically anything we come up with. Enjoy the show. Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Uh, this is actually a very special episode of our local spotlight series. This week is Jackson Indie Music Week. We had the pleasure of covering one of the events uh, at Underground 119. And Robert was like a kid in a candy store, bouncing from person to person, talking about the most talented people in the room. What follows is a series of interviews he did uh, with some of the artists, with some of the organizers. It was really a special night, and we are really excited to have been a part of it. At its core... Uh, the event itself uh, is, is, is really the perfect example of what the local spotlight's all about. Jackson has more to offer than most people realize, and Jackson Indie Music Week is one of the showcases that this city needs. Check it out, and again, thank you for listening to Reality Breach. Take it away, Mr. Robert Morris. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Robert with Reality Breach, and I'm sitting here with a very, very talented teacher, a talented DJ, the man with the plan. If you see him in the street, you already know what it is, but I'm going to let him introduce himself because what's the best way to, to, to do it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting here, oh, I'm standing here outside with a very talented DJ. Silent G. Man, we're up here at Jackson Indie Music Week. How you digging it, man? It's good. Um, so I'm one of the coordinators of Jackson Indie Music Week. This is uh, the Tuesday night of Jackson Indie Music Week. This is our third night of eight. Um, it's our third year. Um, we are very happy. It's been big crowds um, all three nights. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it's our third year, so it's been building every year. And um, we are very ha- We have a packed house in here tonight for the women's panel. So, um, yeah, we're just here to, like, rep for local music and artists and stuff. And the city's coming out and showing love. So we're happy with it for sure. This is um, – I've got the privilege to have a media pass and actually do this stuff. And it's – I mean, this is I think this is the second event I'm, I was a part of, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic, especially the women's showcase and the panel and everything. Um, so, what? How did this idea come about for Indie Music Week in general? Yes. Yeah. So, it was October of 2015. Yeah, 2015. Brad Franklin Kamikaze from Crooked Letters. He called a bunch of us together to do stuff in the city. And um, he was like, I have this idea. I want to do a week-long thing. And so it was just a bunch of artists, promoters, DJs. We all came together. And that first one, we literally planned it starting in October and put it on in January. That was the first one. It was crazy. It was like two months getting it all done. So we're talking eight nights, dozen venues, 50-plus artists. By the second year, we had a whole year to do it, right? So we added venues, we added artists. And this being our third year, we had another full year to do it so it really came from kamikaze um and he was working with at the city at the time and the city was supportive of it um and what it really is is just a bunch of local people who do stuff wanting to do something bigger than just the normal shows that we do so luckily and you know this being in jackson the cool thing about jackson is we're a small you know small big city is the way we like to say but everybody knows each other everybody works together so it was just like everybody hit up the venues they knew and the artists they knew and before you knew it in that first year especially we had venues booked where there's always music anyway and we were able to put this whole week together so 
Um, it came from Brad, and it was just a thing of everyone working on the same page. People always, you know, think that like people don't work together on you know, on stuff, um, but we do. And so, at the end of the day, we're all um, using our connections with different venues and stuff like that. And uh, ultimately, the whole city just works together on this, and that's the big thing, I think. Yeah, that's amazing, man. Yeah, so, yeah. what got you into music? Um, I mean, my whole. Th- what everything I do, like you, you know, I mentioned being a DJ, being I'm a college professor. Um, I trace it all back to when I was 12 years old. That would have been 1990, and I heard Public Enemy for the first time, and I just fell in love with music from that point. And then from that point, I got into all these different, um, you know, hip hop is what fuels what I do. But it got me into all these different forms of music and stuff. But my issue was that I never had any musical talent of my own. Like I. You know, when I was in high school, I tried to play the guitar to, like, meet girls, and that wasn't working, you know what I'm saying? But I always listen to music, and I'm kind of like, you know, I you know know a lot about music, kind of like a walking encyclopedia and stuff, the different, you know, genres and whatnot. But I could never find something to do since I didn't perform. So as I, you know, we left Jackson for a while, came back, and I found my niche in putting shows on. And um, especially local, the local hip hop scene. So I got known as being someone who did, you know, promotion for local hip hop artists and stuff like that. And then I met, you know, other artists from other genres. Um, and then we just all started working together. And I found what I could do. I couldn't really produce anything, but I could put stuff on and get people together and get people paid. That's always something that's very important to me. So. Uh, a few years later, I started DJing because now you can DJ on a computer. I, you know, it was easy to do, and, and some people, you know, know me for doing that, which is cool too. So, music is my whole life. The way I dress, walk, talk, think. You know, I, you know, I'm a professor of history, African American history, all because of music, all because of back when I was younger. And so, this kind of thing has allowed me to find something that I can do. I can't get up there and like play with a band, but I can get a band paid to play at a venue or something like that. You know, so. It's my way of giving back. Like, I, I work hard on all this, but I don't expect any money in return or anything like that. I like to talk to people doing podcasts and people that see me out here and thank me for doing stuff. That's what drives me because music, like I said, defines who I am. And if I can present that to someone else, then that's very important to me. And I've been, a, I've been blessed in this city to be able to do that. Man, what a response. <laughs> and I just I just totally riffed that like a jazz artist. Like I didn't even think about that. You didn't tell me what you were gonna ask beforehand. So yeah, I just but that, I mean that's true. That's that's how I feel, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's what I do and I take it very seriously. Like I have a lot of fun and people you know, I see people and we get to, you know, show love and everybody shows love and we get to love on each other, but um, it's something I take very seriously and, you know, making sure that people in a city the size of ours get to get paid for what they do and they get to perform in venues they normally wouldn't perform. I and mean, we're at a blues bar right now, but we have female hip-hop artists performing now that wouldn't have happened unless we facilitated that to happen, and that means a lot to me to do that, yeah. Yeah, Underground 119 is definitely a, a, a hardcore blues bar. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But they are, they came, what's interesting about them is they're a new venue for us this year because they had been closed for a while and they reopened last year. 
they came to us and said, we want to do whatever you want to do here. And they actually, they're one of our sponsors. They kick some money to us and open up their venue. They're normally not open on, what are we, a Tuesday night. They're normally not open on a Tuesday night. They say, whatever you guys want to do, we'll open up and do it. And we got, what, well over 100 people here tonight to listen to, you know, uh, several women in the industry do their panel. We have, what, two hip-hop artists, kind of an R&B singer, a folksy kind of singer. And they say, well, yeah, whatever you guys want to do, you can do it. You know, um, and again, that's that love in the city. You know, what I'm saying everybody just wants to be a part of like what's going on, and the fact that we help kind of create that and facilitate that, it means a lot. I'm speaking on behalf of the other, the other two coordinators, the main coordinators. That means a lot to us. You know, and that's how the city moves forward. That's how any city, you know, gets to build their music scene, um, and that means a lot to us to be able to do that for sure. We're gonna get more from Silent G a little later in the uh, podcast. Uh, right now, we're going to shift the conversation over to the talent, uh, the artists that actually make up uh, Jackson. Uh, some of them performed at Indie Music Week this week. Uh, some of them didn't, but all of them have made an impact in some way. Uh, Robert's going to jump from person to person here, so pay attention. It's going to move fast. Enjoy. I'm here with a fantastic young artist who just recently celebrated a birthday. She is phenomenal. She puts the THC in your life. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with the vitamin C. How you liking this week? I'm loving this week. I'm really, I really am. Um, it's my birthday week on top of gym week, so this is perfect. This is beautiful. Yeah. So tell me about the type of music that you love, like 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 you like to do. You say you're not a you're not a singer, but you sing really well. And I don't care, like I I used to want to be a singer. Like that's crazy because when I was younger, that's what I, I thought that I would be singing right now. But um, rapping. I've always been a rapper, and that kind of just evolved into me rapping. Um, and even though I don't feel like I'm a rapper, I'm in these rapper circles, so it's like, for lack of a better word, I'm a rapper, but I'm an artist. So, yeah. For the for the people who never heard of you, um, how did you get into rapping? Um, I really started rapping at home with... Um, my pastor's son, which is my best friend and big brother, Jazzy L. Ace, and then my little sister known as Neo Soul. Um, and we all really just started rapping together because it was a lot of stuff as church kids that we weren't allowed to do, and we were able to be amongst each other and create, and so that's what we did. So I started rapping in, like, eighth grade as far as writing raps, and then rapping for real, for real. I would rap on the coast a little, but nothing major. It was at churches and stuff, you know. But coming up here, um, being at Jackson State, I was able to find different open mics and places there, and then now I'm here. So, yeah. That's amazing. And um, what school do you go to? I go to Jackson State University, the I love, yes. Uh, you literally just said that. I'm sorry. I did. I did. The I love. I, um, I'm an English education major. As of right now, even and I always say that, but I'm I'm almost finished with school and I can't wait till I'm done so that I can put everything into the music, really. So, well, we're definitely vibing to your music, and it's it is it definitely puts a smile on my face because your lyrics are phenomenal. 
very, very much so. I'm going to let you get back to it. Quick couple of minutes, two, three minutes. Um, where can we find you on all your social media platforms? I am the Vitamin CEA, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, yeah, and you can find all my music there. I have links in my bios. I respond to DMs. So, yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. You've been breached, baby. I am here with a rapper and an artist. What's up? It's Mr. Fluid. What's good? Hey, this is Kira Cummings. Okay, okay. I'm here. We're here at Jackson, uh, Jackson Indie Music Week. Um, how are you guys liking it so far? Having a good time. Vitamin C was dope. I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the rest of the performers. Yeah, it's a pretty great show. I was here for the panel. I mean, having a good time. Okay, okay. Uh, Mr. Fluid, um, do you have any shows coming up? Yeah, on the 19th, uh, we're up at Offbeat with Black Crown, Young Jewels, Tamal Bradford, Cord Short, Mac Life. We'll have art by Kira Cummings hanging on the wall, uh, available for sale. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a hip-hop show, so, uh, you know, come bring, bring that good energy. Oh, oh, you he name dropped he name dropped the same thing. Um, what type of art are you gonna be selling there? What type of art can people expect when they walk in? Uh, mostly my wood burnings. I have like some smaller pieces like starting at like ten, twenty dollars, just some quick, easy grabs. Plus I'll be hosting and taking pictures, so I mean it's gonna be a dope night. Very, 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 very good. I'm looking forward to the show. I'm definitely going to it's a show. Yeah. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Thank you guys so much for sitting here. I, I kind of just sat down for people who don't see me. I kind of just came, moved the beer, and just sat down. And they looked at me like, oh, who the fuck is this dude? So I, I, I do I do have to apologize for that. I'm sorry. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the night. And for, um, for everybody who never heard of y'all or don't know who you guys are, what are your social media platforms? I'm on Instagram as MR underscore Fluid. Uh, and uh, Facebook is Mr. Fluid, and uh, that, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. Okay, on Facebook you can look me up for uh, as Art of Kira Cummings, and on Instagram I'm Kira Cummings underscore Art. Right on. You heard that? Go follow him. Go get. Come get this art at Woo. It's a show. And come listen to Mr. Fluid. Drop down some dope rhymes. You've been breached, baby. I'm out here at Jackson Indie Music Week. It's going pretty good. I have a very, very popular man right here to my right. Uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself. The very popular... Thucker Jones, uh, a.k.a. Casey Jones, a.k.a. Melvin Robinson. I got a lot of names because I have a lot of warrants. That is that is, uh, that is false. But yeah, man, uh, we're out at Jackson Indie Music Week. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, man. Um, so what's your involvement in this whole um, ordeal? So, I am one of the founding members of Jackson Indie Music Week, uh, one of the coordinators. Uh, this is the third year of Jackson Indie Music Week, and this is my third year working on it. Uh, I mostly handle the uh, video and film side of it. I'm the host of the music video showcase that we have every year. Uh, the past two years, we it's been a film showcase but we condensed it down to a music video showcase i always host that and get that together uh also just handle most of the stuff that they need done around here uh me garrett lee uh brad franklin 
Danielle Walls, uh, Trina Baylock, uh, just a lot of people that have been working on this for three years now. And, yeah, uh, we're just glad to do it. Awesome, awesome. Where can we follow you? Because I know you got a very fantastic podcast. Very fantastic podcast. I must say so myself. Uh, the Rogus Gent podcast. And we also do a live cast. The podcast is The Rogus Gent. And you can find that at, uh, on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, all you have to do is type in The Rogus Gent, R-O-G-U-I-S-H, uh, Gent, G, G-E-N-T. And yeah, and, uh, the live cast we do on Facebook Live. Uh, the name of it is the same. All you have to do is enter that in. And yeah, just check us out. It's a live, it's a lifestyle podcast and live cast. We talk to, um, Mayors, we talk to sex workers, we talk to anybody with a story because everyone has a story. So yeah, man, really great stuff. Awesome. I'm Robert Morris. You've been breached, baby. one of the most talented people to be walking these streets of Jackson and the southern region. Her aura is something of a mystical, that of Erica Badu. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with the one, the only, Sika. How are you? I am well, my brother. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So how are you liking this whole event? Man, I look forward to many moons. I attended it last year, and it was at Hobson Abundance, and I was like, man, this is really dope. So I was actually looking forward to this event out of all the events of the week. It's just something real dope about a mini moons night with nothing but women showcasing. It's kind of dope. Cool, cool, cool. So you do music as well. So are you performing this week? I won't be performing this week, but I'm going to be assisting. So I'm helping, you know, make everything happen, making sure that everything is set up and all that kind of stuff. Crystal talked a lot. By the way, I'm really bummed that you're not performing. Okay, you're one of the best performers I've seen. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I thoroughly enjoyed your show. Okay, if you not ha- if you have not seen her show, I don't know what you're doing with yourself. I don't know if you're looking at all this water going down the road or whatever. What you need to do is get your butt out to a secret show. Okay, now back to this interview. How do you feel about the empowerment of women in this particular type of event? Man, this is actually a powerful movement because the women here in Jackson need this type of uplifting because we do feel like people don't really pay us attention on a sense just because it's so saturated with the hip-hop scene and there's so many male-dominating, you know, genres of the music around here, even if you want to look at blues or anything like that. So this event just lets us know that, you know, we are being seen, we are being heard, and so it's it's powerful in that sense. Crystal had a presentation and she talked really, really highly of you. And it was, and I agreed with every single word that she said. I'm boosting you up right now because like I'm I'm dead serious. I wear your pen potential aura on my jacket. You're like I'm dead serious. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Where did that where did that come from? Well, I started, like, a spiritual journey, like, three years ago, and the first year that I went through everything, it was actually, like, a real trying trying time for me, and that actually become my mantra, and once I started saying that, it actually felt like I was literally, like, getting a shield protected around me. 
I haven't stopped saying it ever since. And that's why I tell people, man, protect your aura. Like, it's just, it's a reminder for yourself. It's a declaration for the people outside of yourself. It's just, it's, it's something powerful that works for me. Awesome, awesome. Sergio, do you have any questions? I do, I do. First, okay, for someone who may have, may or may have not heard any of your, your work, how would you describe it? Mystical. Huh? Mystical. Well, okay. Like the rapper? <laughs> I like you. No, but yes. <laughs> and the reason why I say yes is because he's like, you know, mysterious with the shit that he does pull. Yeah. So I will say that, like, you can't put me in a genre. You can't put me in a box. You're not going to know what to expect. So when people actually ask me how I want to describe my music, uh-huh. I kind of really tell them, like, just don't have any expectations. That's how I would describe it. Just press play. That, like, that, 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 that's awesome because in in the new millennium, it's, it's very easy to put everything in a box. So this is pop. Oh, this is country. We're going to play this on this station. We're going to play this on this title channel or whatever. But we've seen a huge growth of artists who just go their own direction. And there isn't a bucket to put them in. I don't feel like there's a need for a bucket because, see, me personally, I come from the live music spectrum of it. So I did live music for about five, six years before I actually got into the studio. So I appreciate the live music thing of, of the whole music aspect because of the fact that I might get on stage and whatever the music that the band is playing, I may want to switch switch genre of the music but still use my same lyrics. And that's why I don't like like putting myself in a genre type thing because you might come to my show and feel like you're going to get some Neo Soul and tonight I might be feeling salsa-like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, you know, you're going to hear my same lyrics but it's going to depend on how I'm feeling. The vibe that you're gonna get. So, so, so the music is not only about the music; it's also about the emotion behind it. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I don't feel like there's any other reason that you should be doing music if you're not doing it for the emotions and the feelings. Yes. I mean, yes. you know, of course, you know, you got these people that's gonna be out here doing it for the money or whatnot. I mean, do what you do. I'm not gonna knock your hustle, yeah. but that's the purpose of music. Yeah. And, and 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 it's interesting. You, you say that you are able to adapt it. When someone writes a song, typically there is an idea behind it or an emotion behind it. But being able to just say, "Nah, I wrote it this way," but tonight it's this, is like like that's a an eye opening uh, approach. Absolutely, and that's how I feel like it should be because sometimes I I kind of look forward with my career so I feel like what if I'm in the city and I'm on tour and I have some people that want to come see me and I'm playing three nights out of that night I'm going to switch it up for them I'm not going to do the same damn show I'm going to switch it up in a funky way too like I'm going to switch up the genre you might have gotten R&B last night but tonight I may give you a little blues with that shit you know what I'm saying so I feel like it's just an appreciation of music and so I feel like you should incorporate that in your artistry and in your shows. And, 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 and for anyone who who is at that show, you've created a moment in time for those people Absolutely. that they're not going to get the very next night. So that's I respect the shit out of that. 
Absolutely. And that, that's the point. Like, I don't want any of my shows to kind of feel the same. It may have the same blueprint of the program or the setlist or whatnot, but I don't want any show to feel the same. Like, I want some everybody that comes in to be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I feel something. I don't know what the fuck it was, but I feel something. <laughs> And then when they see you the next time, they're like, I feel something different. Exactly. Yeah, and that's yeah, when yeah. you know that when you come to my show, you're going to feel it. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. All right. That's, that's what I had. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am Robert Morris, and I am with the wonderful, the wonderful, the mystical Sika. Where can we find you on social media platforms? You can find me on Instagram at I am Sika. Wait, you know what? I'm always forgetting my Instagram. But my website is www.iamsika.me. Now, my Instagram is I am Sika J. And on Facebook, just plain Sika. Right on. Okay, okay. This is Robert Moore, Sergio Lugo, Reality Bruce, you Bruce, baby. Morris again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm with the most fantastic music mind I have ever met in my life. You people don't even understand the amount of genius this person has. This Kanye has nightmares of this dude behind the soundboard. I'm trying to tell you something. I'm here with the impeccable. I think that's a good word to use. All right. The fantastic, the man, the myth, the legend. Don Shay, man, what's going on? Man, nothing much, man. I'm cooling, man. He's gonna do that intro every time. I have a feeling. Yeah, I have a yeah. feeling that I'm gonna have to get used to this. I don't know I, I if I can. That's someone who hasn't been able to be picked. Like that's really cool. Man, I'm great, man. I'm great. Just out here enjoying the music, um, enjoying what they're doing with Jackson Indie Music Week, all that stuff. But um, man, I'm I'm here, man. What's that? Now, what what exactly it is you do with the music? What exactly do I do with the music? Well, um, I just make beats, man. I love hip hop. I love R and B. I've loved it for since forever. Um, back in the day, uh, my older siblings put me on a lot of music back in the '80s and '90s, and so just growing up, uh, I w- my mother had like this piano that I would like play on and bang on all the time. And she was basically like, no, you need to get lessons. Like, you're gonna, you're not gonna be banging and making noise. You're gonna be playing, you know, you're gonna make a joyful noise with this, not this banging, clanging crap you're doing. So, once she put me through that, I just fell in love with music. And I loved making my own melody. So, that's sort of what kind of pushed and catapulted me. The love of music that my siblings had at first, and then my mother kind of guided me uh, to the next level. So, since then, I've been in love with it, man. So I just make beats, man. That's what I do. I don't rap, but I make hooks sometimes. But I just, I just produce. That's all I do, man. So you taught Swiss beats, right? <laughs> I need to tell. I should have taught Swiss beats not to get on his own song. That's what I should have taught Swiss beats not to do. I didn't teach him how to produce. He's a great producer. But if I had time to like chill with him, I'd be like, sir, don't get in the booth. Don't yell Swizzy all over the song. That's, that's very important stuff to do. So, no, I did not teach Swiss Beats. 
other than, other than that, what else do you do within the community? In the community, I just want to be an ambassador. I just want to be able to help where things are needed. So, uh, you know, I, I go and support my friend's uh, comic book store, uh, Offbeat. Um, I work with a local church um, running their sound at uh, Common Ground Covenant Church. And uh, personally, I work for a nonprofit called Real Christian Foundation that helps rural ministries throughout uh, the state uh, do what they do. We give small grants and we give uh, technical training to them and give them exposure because they're, you know, some of these places people don't normally go to. But we want they're doing great work there, so we want to kind of highlight what they're doing. So that's part of what I do. Sergio, do you have any questions for our man, the, the multi-genius, the man, the myth, the legend, Don Shay? Oh, well, like, I, I know nothing about making beats. Could you teach me? Wow, could I teach you? I think I could teach you the basics. Okay. If, if you got a basic sense of rhythm and... You can stare at a computer for a while. I can teach you. I can do at least one of those two things. Hey, I can teach you, man. I think we, I think we can get you somewhere, man. Just holler at me. Please all right, do. All right. Please do. Hey, man. I I I got started um, with a little keyboard, like a little Casio keyboard setup. But one of my friends put me onto FL Studio. Most people call it Fruity Loops. It's Fruit Loops? Fruit, Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops. <laughs> yeah. So it's a program that I would suggest to anybody who wants to start out and just want to mess around with it. It's pretty uh, user-friendly, and uh, it's, it, it lets you experiment with with uh, where you want to go with, with your sound and stuff like that. And uh, it's just a good jumping-off point. Then when you get that down pack, then you can go to your logics, you can go to your whatever software or whatever keyboard you really want to go to because it's a pretty good starting point. Okay. So I can teach you something. It's not that tough. Like at the very least, like reality breach needs a new intro at some point. (laughs) Oh, I got you, man. We may be reaching out. All right, hit us up, hit me up, man. I got you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening in. If you have not bought Don Shea's CD, he also has a CD out, so you'd be foolish not to buy his CD of rad-ass beats I listen to damn near every morning. Can you dig it? Where can we find you on your social media platforms? Yes, you can follow me at Don Shea Did It on Twitter and SoundCloud. That's D-O-N-C-H-E-D-I-D-I-T. Don Shea Did It. Or you can follow me on IG at that boy Dunshay. Um and yeah, I will and uh I will be making that C D available on Bandcamp really, really soon, so stay tuned. Bandcamp's Please follow a big me. Deal. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's really user friendly in terms of um artists being able to put their music out of you know quickly and be able to support the artist. Yeah. It's really user-friendly in that sense. So I'm going to put it on Bandcamp. It'll be a little bit cheaper than if you see me in the streets and you want a CD for it. will be five. I paid money for that. It's going to be five. There's no giving out CD. I messed around, did that once, felt it in my spirit the next day. I'm like, five dollars. You feel me? <laughs> but it'll be less than that if you hit me up on Bandcamp. Definitely. Awesome, man. Sergio Luke, I'm Robert Morris. We out of the breach. You've been breached, baby. Hey. Okay, we're going to kick it back to Garrett Lee now, uh, the, the the conversation that him and Robert were having at the top of the podcast. Uh, again, I thank everyone for listening. Uh, if you, if you heard, liked what you heard in any of these poorly recorded live 
songs that I threw in here. Uh, make sure to check out the show notes because all of the artist information will be there. Um, otherwise, we're throwing it back to Robert. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. As as uh, Jackson is definitely has a lot of potential for hub and having more musicians come through. I personally think that Jackson is a great place to come and share your music, especially locally and internationally, mm-hmm. for for artists. Um, your students, you said you mentioned that you uh, teach African American studies. Mm-hmm. Um, do any of your students listen to the local artists that are performing now? For for example. Yeah, um, it's interesting because, you know, one of the things in Jackson is, like, we're a small city, but we have a huge concentration of rappers. Um, Pretty much everyone, well, I'll say a lot of people you meet are, like, have a mixed CD or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So it's interesting because in my classes and a lot of my younger students, it's about half and half of them, like, giving me their, the music they're producing, and then them being like, yo, I saw you at so-and-so show, that's my friend. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my friend, too, you know, so... It's uh, it's interesting because Jackson is kind of a college town because we, we got all these colleges and stuff around here, but we're not a college town like, say, Oxford or Athens or something like that. You know, they're all kind of, like, disconnected from each other in a way. Um, so um, a lot of my students know a lot of the local artists, and they're also local artists themselves, which is really interesting. So what I try to tell them is, like, if you're a local artist, you're not going to do much more unless you connect with other local artists you know so you give me your mix cd you just started rapping let me introduce you to another local rapper in town like you know we have our established folks say like fifth child and coke boomaye and james crow and um i'm people are gonna be mad at me because i'm not saying everyone but you know then you know like dj young venom at offbeat and you know the newer cats like tamal bradford and dev mack and them and so like I, what I try to do when someone tells me they're a rapper, I'm like, yo, you need to meet other rappers. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, again, it's all about facilitating that. But I, I am always – that's a good question you ask because I am always uh, fascinated by how much people are connected. and They, they do know each other. You know, um, They might not be huge fans of each other and stuff like that. But if you can get them together, working together, doing shows together, to me that's what's most important. Yeah. Man, some some solid answers over here, man. Some solid answers from the professor himself. <laughs> well, I get paid to talk for a living, so it's all good, you know. <laughs> yeah. Any so um, any other events that you're looking forward to besides being looking forward to the rest of the week? I'm just saying. Um, any ones that you're looking for in particular? Yeah. So. You know, of course, we got events. I don't know when this is going to be, when you guys are going to put this on air, but we're going all the way through Sunday the 14th. Um, People can go to JXN Indie Music, or uh, JXN, what is it? Yeah, com. They can find us on Facebook, Instagram, everything under Jackson Indie Music. We can see what's going on the rest of the week. Outside of that, um, I always, when people ask me what to do in Jackson and what I'm excited about, events at Offbeat. Um, that's that's I think kind of the center of the local creative culture in Jackson right now. I agree. Yeah, totally, and that's how we know each other, of course. You know, and then uh, you know the venue that I'm part owner of, the Flamingo and Fondren. Um, you can find us on Facebook. We have a bunch of events coming up and stuff. We do art shows and music events and stuff like that. Um, there's no reason, you know, people are like, there's nothing to do in Jackson. The only people that say that are people that don't get out. You know what I'm saying? There's always stuff going on. So, 
I mean, I would say look at Offbeat, look at Flamingo. I mean, look at, you know, the, the venues that help us out with Indie Music Week, Martins, Hallamals. Um, you know, everybody's really pumped. April 5th, Big Crit's coming to Hallamals. Um, also at Flamingo that night, we're doing the Sip and Sauce event where we'll have free champagne and free wings. My man uh, Q is putting that on. Um, there might be a couple surprise guests there. We're doing the pre-party for the Crit Show, you okay. know. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, down in April. So just, you know, find the, you know, what I tell people in Jackson is, like, if you go to a place that you like, follow them, get on their email list, and there's always stuff coming up that, that's worth doing. You just can't expect everyone to come up and tell you what to do. Like, it just, it's there, just find it. And if you're bored on a Friday night, go to Offbeat. There's something going on. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, again, it's a center, I think, of like underground culture in Jackson, you know, and the underground culture in Jackson is huge. People are like, we don't get enough big shows. It's like, who cares? You can go see local artists performing at one of 10 venues every weekend night. You know what I'm saying? Just finding where you like to hang out and seeing what they got going on, you know? And I definitely agree because people, people's main argument about Jackson, Mississippi in general is, hey, there's nothing to do. But like you said, there's always something going on. The thing is, is you're not going to see Pitbull down the street performing or Bruno Mars coming through, but you can spot 10 places that got local artists coming through. You're talking, when you talk about Mississippi in general, you're talking about a state that is, it's an interesting dichotomy Mm -hmm. because we are the birthplace of American music. You can trace all American music back to the plantations. Now, we're getting into some uncomfortable things here, but plantation music begat blues, that begat jazz, and then R&B, and then rock and roll, and then funk, and hip-hop, and all that. So we got that going on, but we're also a state of a population of only several million. Our population's like a quarter of New York City, you know what I'm saying? So the numbers keep big things from coming here, but since we lose some of the big stuff we get to do our own I I hate to say small stuff but it is and we get to just like birth like this amazing underground alternative kind of culture where we get overlooked by a lot of things but we're like hey we might be getting overlooked but this is where everything came from you know what I'm saying and we you know we I think we foster that you know a lot you know what I'm saying because like you can't you don't have whatever rock band you wish came to Jackson that has 20,000 people in a bigger state they wouldn't be there unless people who were enslaved were doing spirituals on the plantations back in the 1800s preach it brother yeah yeah and so that's interesting because we have that but we also have a lack of population because our state politics make people move out of this state and then we're left with who's who wants to remain here and we create that in that same sense you know what i'm saying so we're constantly creating new things based on the circumstances that we're left in because there's only a few million of us here in the state and there's only shit there's only 180,000 of us in the city you know what i'm saying like in the city proper and not counting the suburbs you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day that's what i take most pride in i would rather spend three weeks going to different venues three nights a week to see friends of mine perform i'd much rather see that than going to a pitbull show at the coliseum you know what i'm saying because that at the end of the day you're seeing people create that you're in the same room with like i get to sit in the i don't know any other state where someone like me could be in the studio or in the same room and people are making albums 
that I think are just incredible, that I think are completely important. If I stay, if, you know, if I stayed in Atlanta or something, I couldn't sit in a room with like Gucci Mane or Migos, who I love, but I couldn't sit in there with them. But I can sit in the room with my homies, who I think are creating some of the most groundbreaking music, uh, you, you know, this hour right now. And I got to be a part of that. I get to sit there and, and see that. And that's very special being in a smaller population state. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, at the end of the day, that's what any music week is about. That's what everything I do is about as a DJ, as a professor, as a promoter, as a record label owner, all that stuff. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. So where can we find you on your social media platforms? Um, on social media, um, I'm pretty just, you know, straight up with I'm Garrett Lee, G-A-R-R-A-D-L-E-E on Facebook, Instagram. You can find me, uh, Homework Town Records, Elegant Trainwreck Productions, Silent G, uh, Physics for Poets is my DJ group. Um, if people just enter that in on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, they'll run into me. Um, and I'm, everything's public. I spend most of my time on social media promote. I don't talk about my own stuff. I just promote, promote, promote what else is, you know, everything that's going on. So that'll be, that's, um, I'm pretty straight up with just using my own name and using that to get out there. So, yeah. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, Thank you man. so much. This, uh, this was this was fantastic. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, and you caught me before I was too drunk on a Tuesday <laughs> night, so I appreciate that. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> for Sergio Lugo, I'm Robin Morris. You've been breached, baby. Unfiltered. Unusual.